Well, we talked to him a little bit earlier about this wonderful speaker series, Business in Motion, Inspiring Business Growth in South Georgian Bay. Joining us from the town of Collingwood is Martin Ridlow. This is fantastic. Not something new. Business in Motion is something we've been doing for quite a while, but it's always great the topics that you decide to choose to center in on. Well, thank you. It's one of those things where because we've got the Business Development Center where we've got different groups all under one roof, working to help expand the business um, and economic strength of this area. They were allowed to, if you say, if you will have the permission to go and explore new areas that otherwise you'd go, why are you going in there? Right. Certainly this whole idea about workforce and how to expand the workforce is one that is very, very true to just about every business in the region. Um, you know, every business I talk to is like, so attainable accommodation, what about transportation? Mm. Any tips on how I can get more workforce into my business? How do I do it? How do I work with millennials? What about older adults? So it's very true to the business needs right now so we're excited about having it uh, next week and demographically we're in a weird place here because we do have you know we do have those students or recently graduated students looking for work uh, we also have a semi-retired community that isn't quite finished in the workplace but still want to work. Absolutely. And then on top of it, we have newcomers. Right. So really, there are three different groups that have potential with employers. But the question is how. It's no longer simple to say, I'm going to put out a job description. They're going to work from 8.30 to 4.30. Right. And they're going to have a one-hour break. It, it doesn't work like and that And they're going anymore. to want to stay with the company for 20 years. That's right. <laughs> so we've certainly seen that uh, over the last five years, we've had a very significant growth in young adults, 25 to 35 years old, coming up here um, as singles. Sometimes they have a young family. That's a very good workforce, Mm -hmm. but they work differently than that older adult group that certainly spikes up uh, in the 55 plus group. Uh, That's the reality of what we've got here. So with the session next week, we're hoping to actually talk about different strategies to that employers can use to work with a multi-generational workforce. Tell us about the keynote speaker you have. Uh, this is a speaker that is well sought after uh, and, and very highly acclaimed. That's right. Erin Burry comes from Toronto. Uh, she knows uh, Collingwood and the area. And the really neat thing is that she runs a PR ag- agency called 88PR, um, and it is staffed by millennials. And that is what she has specialized in as part of her PR uh, company. Interestingly, she's also got a huge passion for tech uh, and been writing about tech in Canada for many, many years. So it really brings both that tech aspect that we're seeing growing in the Collingwood and South Georgian Bay area, but also some really neat perspectives on millennials, how to engage, attract, and continue engaging with them as they work with your company. Joining us on the line from Toronto, we say hello to a young lady named Top 30 Under 30 by Marketing Magazine, Erin Burry. Erin, thank you for taking the time to join us. Thank you for having me today. Erin, uh, we, we know that you're going to come and give a very uh, detailed talk, but uh, in brief, what's up with millennials? What's the deal? Well, I can tell you, I am a millennial myself. I'm on the older end, so I'm 33, no longer 30 under 30, unfortunately. <laughs> I've got to get into that 40 under 40 now. That's right. Uh, but millennials are uh, the most entrepreneurial generation in history. They're the most educated generation in history. Often they're very liberal in their, in their mindset. Uh, and they get a bad rap for being career switchers, for leaving jobs and not having any loyalty. But I think, really, millennials are just, they want to be fulfilled in their role. They want to be at a place that has a great culture where they feel challenged in their role and where they feel like 
they're getting more out of it than just a paycheck. And I think a lot of employers can see that as difficult, but I think we're the generation that just doesn't want to settle. Uh, so for employers who are looking to cater to millennials, they need to be, you know, working with them on an ongoing basis to, to make sure that they're not just coming in and doing their job and going home, but millennials feel a bit more fulfilled in their role. It's always about forward motion, keeping you, as long as you feel like you are doing something to, to enhance yourself or you're doing something to make your own betterment uh, and being in the same job, sometimes the companies, the corporations aren't able to allow you to be able to grow in the way that you would like to grow. Uh, so is that difficult even for you and your own business to be able to harbor and keep the millennials, especially since it's completely staffed? Well, it's interesting. I think the secret to retention for any employee is understanding what they're motivated by and catering to it. And that's the same if you're working with boomers or Gen Xers or millennials or even the next generation, these Gen Zs that are going to come and upend our workplace yet again in the next five to ten years. I think for millennials, you know, I have a team of solely millennials, as Martin was saying, and myself included. And we have a really high retention rate. And I think the key to that is really I've, I've unlocked what they're looking for. They want things like career growth. They want education and training. They want flexibility, the ability to work from home or work from their cottage for a week or time shift and maybe you know get up a bit later and stay a bit later on a day where they feel like it. But, you know, they want um, constant reviews and feedback. So I think if you just kind of understand what this generation is looking for from the workplace and you create a culture and processes internally that cater to that, you can absolutely retain them for years to come. But I do think you have to, to realize that it's not our parentage. My mom worked at Nortel for 30-plus years. Nobody's doing that these days, no matter how great your company is at retention, because we're naturally going to make three, four, five career switches uh, as we go through our careers. So I think it's, it's looking at people leaving as it's okay, they're going to move on, but while they're here, I'm going to do whatever I can to keep them engaged. Aaron, it's one thing to manage a staff of entire millennials and catch their wave. It's another when you've got uh, uh, some millennials, you've got some late boomers and some Gen Xers. How do you manage that? Well, that's really the the question that we're trying to unlock next week uh, with Martin's event is how do you manage a multi-generational workforce? It's easy for me to say, okay, I'm going to put all of these millennial-friendly policies in place. Mm -hmm. Uh, But when you're dealing with you know, I talked to one guy who, who had a workforce of 1,200 people that represented five generations. And those are the people that are really struggling. People who deal with just one generation, not as difficult. Of course, they should be thinking about the next generation coming up behind them and how they're going to deal with that. But working with multiple generations means maybe having flexible policies that cater to different audiences. So, for example, benefits programs. We've always looked at benefits as, okay, you get your medical, your dental, but millennials care about paramedicals. They care about therapy and massage therapy and nutritionists, they do have a benefits program that allows you to be flexible, that maybe gives you a health spending account that you can put towards the traditional benefits that you might want if you have higher medical costs, or that you can put towards things like massages and the fun things that people who aren't are a bit younger and maybe aren't as reliant on the medical costs might be more interested in. So that's one way that you can kind of cater to different generations without breaking the bank and without you know, making one generation mad while the other one is happy. <laughs> it sounds like it's going to be an amazing yeah. discussion. It's Thursday, November 15th, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. And it's at the Simcoe Street Theater in Collingwood. Martin, how do people get tickets for this? Well, they can cer- certainly come by the Business Development Center at 105 here on Ontario Street if they've got any questions. Uh, but uh, I always recommend go online uh, at uh, Business in Motion 
sgb.ca. That'll take you to the Eventbrite page, and you can buy your ticket there. It includes a light breakfast, so uh, it should be a really, really interesting morning. And I understand Aaron's also going to be joining a panel discussion. That's right. We've actually got a really dynamic panel. Uh, and the neat thing about this is I, I actually think Communitech from Kitchener-Waterloo is going to be coming up to actually video wow. it because they're so interested in what the conversation is going to be. So um, from uh, Communitech, we have Judy Marner coming in. She's the head of diversity and talent initiatives at Communitech, uh, which, of course, is probably Canada's top high-tech startup uh, incubator. We've got Lisa Stewart, who is local from ISO Water Corp, and she had five generations working in her office this summer. Uh, And then we have Tim Krowalak from uh, Georgian College coming in, and he's written several papers on the multi-generational workforce. Uh, And they'll, of course, be joining Aaron for what I think is going to be a really neat Q&A panel discussion. Don't miss it. Uh, Thursday, November 15th, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., Simcoe Street Theater. Martin Riddell, thank you for joining us. Aaron Burry, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us on Talk of the Town. Thank you so much for having me.